Well, good morning again. As I said in the beginning of the service, today is the first Sunday in Advent. That means that we once again start a new church year. The tone of the service um, for us and the following three Sundays is more somber, a little bit more penitential. We're reminded of the Ten Commandments at the beginning of the service each Sunday, and we refrain from shouting hallelujah during Advent. In fact, the next time we shout hallelujah will be on Christmas Eve. Well, I'm sure some of us will sneak in an hallelujah or two by accident before then. Um, in just three and a half weeks, three and a half weeks, we'll be gathered around our tables filled with some of our favorite Christmas uh, meals and we'll be preparing um, in, in, f to celebrate some of our favorite Christmas traditions. We'll be sharing gifts with family and friends and and that wonderful day of peace and goodwill will arrive. But today, and for the next three Sundays, we need to remember that we're preparing for the gift that God our Father gave to us on that very first Christmas, the gift of his Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the most precious gift possible, truly a gift that none of us deserves. The Bible says that God showed the depth of his love for us by sending his son, our Lord Jesus Christ, to take on our humanity as he stepped into his creation on that first Christmas. He entered into the world as a, as a helpless baby, fully dependent on Mary and Joseph. God sent his son into the world for us, even though he knew that after just 30-something years, short years, Jesus would pick up the cross and that he would take the sins of the whole world upon himself and that he would suffer and die for us all. That's how much God loves you and me and all of humanity. But there's another equally important aspect of Advent. During Advent, we, we prepare for, to celebrate Jesus's first coming, his birth in Bethlehem, but we also remind ourselves that Jesus will come again. And so the other focus for us during Advent is preparing ourselves for his return. So the question for us this morning is this, are you ready for the day when Jesus will come back? Before we can dive deeper into the question as to whether or not we're ready for the day when Jesus will return, we have to make sure that we're all on the same page, that he will return. The gospel lesson for this morning was taken from Matthew chapter 24. In time, we're towards the end of Jesus's earthly ministry, shortly before his passion and his death. By this point, he's already taught several times about his return at the end of time. For example, in Matthew chapter 7, at verse 21, Jesus said, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we... Did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then will I declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you evildoers. Jesus is talking about the day that he'll return. And all people will stand before him to be judged at the end of time. On that day, he will decide who gets to enter into heaven and who doesn't. And the ticket in won't be whether will be whether or not you knew Jesus. Now, some people know him, and the evidence of that relationship can be seen in the way that they live their lives, and 
and others don't know him. And the evidence of that lack of relationship can also be seen in the way they live their lives. Elsewhere in Matthew's Gospel, Jesus tells us a number of parables that speak about the day of his return, the day of judgment and separation. In chapter 13, starting at verse 24, Jesus says, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. And when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared also. And the servants of the householder came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then has it weeds? And he said to them, An enemy has done this. And the servants said to him, Then do you want us to go and, and gather them? But he said, No, lest in gathering the weeds you root up the wheat along with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time I will tell the reapers, Gather the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned but gather the wheat into my barn and later he explained that parable he explained that the day of harvest in the story is the day that he the son of man comes back and the story pictures people as being like plants in a farmer's field while the young plants may sometimes be hard to distinguish at the end of the day there are only two types of plants weeds and wheat and on the day of harvest the weeds go into the bonfire and the wheat goes into the barn jesus consistently taught that he would return and that his return will be a day when he judges each one of us it will be a day of separation a day of very different destinies a day for heaven or hell so without question we need to be ready for that day but we have a problem. We don't know when that day will be. Normally, when you know that you have to get ready for a big event, one of the first things that you ask is, well, when will it take place? How long do I have to prepare for it? But one verse before our gospel lesson today, at verse 36, Jesus says, but of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. Even Jesus didn't know the date that he's coming back. That means that the very moment just before he returns, it's going to look like any other moment of any other day. That's why he compares it to the flood in the time of Noah. Noah was ready, but the other people caught them completely off guard. Caught them by surprise, even though it shouldn't have, it did. Right up to the moment the rain started, people were eating and drinking and getting married. There's nothing wrong with those things. They just carried on life, just like any other normal day. Jesus says it's going to be exactly that same way on the day that he comes back. He uses pictures of the ordinary, everyday tasks of life. Two men working in the field. Two women grinding flour by hand. A normal day's task. So this makes being ready for Jesus' return just a little bit tricky. We can't make ourselves ready by knowing the date of his return and then making sure we've prepared for that date. Not like cleaning the house before guests arrive for a party that we've planned. It's not like even like Christmas, uh, Christmas Day. We know when Christmas Day comes. It's December 25th every year. 
Christmas has been celebrated on December 25th, ever since the year 336, during the reign of the first Christian Roman emperor, whose name was Constantine. From right now, today, we know we have exactly 24 days to prepare for Christmas. But imagine if celebrating Christmas wasn't so easy. What if you didn't know when, when Christmas would be? Imagine if the date of Christmas was picked at random every single year. Imagine some unknown person decided when Christmas Day would be each year and, and that the actual date was a carefully guarded secret. You don't find out the day of Christmas until you get up in the morning and on the news it announces today is Christmas Day. If that's how it was done, you'd probably cancel your plans for the day. You probably wouldn't go to work. You hopefully would head to church to celebrate Jesus' birth, and you'd probably plan to spend time with your family and, and some friends. When you plan a wedding, you know how long you've got to plan everything, and slowly but surely you check off the different boxes, the little items on your list during those months that lead up to the wedding. And, and when a baby's due, you may, know, may not know the exact due date, but at least you know what month the baby's expected to arrive. But one day, Jesus will come back and we'll have, have absolutely no prior warning. We'll be in the middle of our normal day's routine, just as if it was any other day. Maybe you'll be at home cooking supper. Maybe you'll be at Midas having your oil changed and your car and your tires rotated. Maybe you'll be on the phone talking to a friend or a, a member of your family who lives in another city. Or maybe you'll be in church or maybe you'll be at home sleeping. You don't know when Jesus is going to come back. And that makes it very hard to be ready. But we need to be ready. Remember earlier in Matthew, Jesus spoke of his return being a day of separation. And although he doesn't go into it at the same level of detail, he gives us the same message in today's gospel lesson. Two men out in the field. One will be taken and one will be left. Two women grinding at the mill. One taken one left. Now don't get hung up on that language about some people being taken and some people being left behind. Jesus doesn't actually say where the people are taken and he doesn't say what life is like for the people who are left behind. He doesn't say which destiny is better, being left behind or being taken away. The point is that Jesus is making is that the day he returns will be a day that different people will experience differently. Two people will be doing exactly the same thing that day, but when Jesus comes back, their lives will suddenly take a radically different turn. And so we each need to be ready to meet Jesus when he comes back. We can't get ready because the deadline's approaching. The only alternative is to be ready every day. Every day we live could be the day when he returns or it can be the day when we are called home and we die and we're fast forwarded to the day when he returns. And so we need to always be ready for that day. If Jesus returns before this worship service is finished, we need to be ready. My brothers and sisters in Christ, being ready is, is all about knowing the risen Christ in your heart. Knowing him in such a way that your life reflects that loving relationship. Knowing him and living as he wants you to live. And so today the question Jesus is asking is simple. 
Are you ready for the day when he will return? That's harder than it might be because we don't know when that'll be. But one day Jesus will come back. And it will happen when people least expect it. And so the day to be ready is today. So watch therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the householder had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have watched and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. So watch and pray. Pray for yourselves, for your family, and for others. Pray for me. Pray that God strengthens us so that we may stay firm in our faith. And watch and pray for those who don't yet have Jesus in their lives, that they may turn from their unbelief and that they will put their trust and their faith in Christ our Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.